When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The AM, The Zone. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, I can't promise you much sunshine today, but hopefully the temperatures are going to start to climb. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee. Yeah, the clouds are going to remain in our forecast through the weekend, but the good news is we're warming up a little bit. Today, mostly cloudy skies, 63 are expected high with overnight lows only down to 50. Tomorrow, cloudy skies and a good 80% chance of rain, maybe even a thunderstorm. Saturday's highs, 62. Sunday, cloudy and 58. Monday, cloudy and 58. In fact, a good chunk of next week. Going to be a little on the damp side as far as moisture. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, has those weather details coming up. And we've been following a story that we brought to you earlier this week about a Wisconsin dairy farm that unfortunately became the target of a scam on Facebook. How in the world do you protect yourself from something like that? Whether it's a website, whether it's your social media accounts, we're talking about that with Michael Domke, who is the director of the Center of uh, Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. A lot of people scratching their head saying, how can I protect myself? And the answers may not be what you want to hear. Stick around for that. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. The Wisconsin Farmers Union looks into agriculture in the state. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. Pam had the opportunity to talk about one of their upcoming webinars. Yeah, you're right, Jill. And it's an important webinar that's going to involve more than just farmers. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Coming up on Tuesday, May 3rd, the Wisconsin Farmers Union is inviting everyone to enter in the dialogue. They're focused in on the importance of undocumented immigrant workers in Wisconsin's dairy industry and agribusiness overall. What they're going to do is ask people to view a short documentary called Los Locheros and then pivot to a panel discussion involving some farms that work with undocumented uh, workers and also talk about policy development. Is there anything new out there to allow illegal immigrants a legalized path to citizenship? But before we get to the preview on that meeting, that webinar, I talked with Nick about his home state of Kansas. He recently returned home, and if you think we're wet in Wisconsin, they're equally dry, apparently, in Kansas. Nick? Yeah, I went home for the Easter break and, and uh, hadn't been home in about a month or so, but we haven't had any good measurable moisture uh, back home in north-central Kansas, where I'm from, around the Belleville, Kansas area, in well over a month. And I know that our friends out in northwest Kansas haven't had uh, anything good measurable uh, moisture precipitation for even longer than that. It's, it is 
right now as dry as it was toward the end of the Dust Bowl 87 years ago. And it's it's pretty rough uh, to drive by and, and look at these pastures that are not greening up like they should be. The ponds are dry. Uh, you know, the wheat uh, is, of course, it's coming out of dormancy now and, and all that and should be greening up and, and looking good. And it's green, but it's also starting to show that blue tint to it, which means it's been stressed. Uh, so lots of concern uh, looking forward. I uh, talked to my dad, and, and uh, he's got a cow-calf operation there, a uh, small feedlot, and uh, he's selling some heifers tomorrow um, because he said, I'm running out of feed, you know, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to have hay uh, this summer, to be mm-hmm. honest. If right. we don't get any rain, you're not going get, to get any feed. So right. it's, it's not good, not right. good at all. And uh, I, the temperature variation, you know, the other morning – got up it was 22 degrees uh tomorrow friday it's going to be 89 degrees so you know it's almost a, a 70 degree jump in just a few days and uh so a lot of guys aren't getting their their corn and beans in um some are the bigger guys are because they need to they've got too many acres to cover but like dad said he said we may be holding off a bit uh before we start planting anything well yeah with uh with the expense of this year's crop i can certainly understand well i appreciate you sharing that with us nick again nick you Lewandowski, bet. along with us government relations director and the reason i reached out to nick is uh coming up the front part of may there's a very interesting film that the wisconsin farmers unions encouraging all people not just those in agriculture but anybody to preview i'll let you say the name of it nick but tell me a little bit about this film and why Farmers Union has decided they want to share this with the general public. Yeah, thanks, Pam. Uh, so the name of the film is called Los Lacheros, and uh, it's, it's a documentary about the uh, undocumented uh, immigrants uh, here in America's Dairyland, here in, in Wisconsin. Uh, the folks that are milking uh, a good majority of the cows that are here uh, so that we can enjoy that, that milk that's produced here and the cheese and other dairy products. Uh, that come from that, um, and really highlights the importance of uh, immigrant workers uh, here in the state, uh, but also is a reminder to us of uh, the fact that they play such a big role in where our food comes from and, and making sure that it gets to us and, and that. So, you know, it's it's something that I think a lot of folks, they get it, they realize it, but, you know, it's it's oftentimes out of sight, out of mind. So this brings it back to the forefront again. Uh, and, and helps folks to understand it and, and also to understand that uh, these are, are people that have come in and, uh, you know, left their, their lives in, in Mexico or wherever they've come from and have made new lives here in the United States and have brought, oftentimes brought their families and their children, and they're part of our communities as well. They're, they're part of the fabric of our rural communities. Absolutely. And so recognizing that is a big thing. The virtual event is happening on Tuesday, May 3rd, starting at 7 p.m. It's going to be kind of a webinar-based discussion. And you are going to have conversation about the documentary with some real key people here in the state of Wisconsin, Nick. You know, this is very divisive. You, You have to be honest. In many communities, this discussion is very divisive. Tell me a little bit about what you hope this conversation will bring out, not just through the film, but through open conversation. Well, I think more than anything, I, I hope that this conversation brings out, uh, like I said earlier, a recognition of the fact that uh, without these folks, uh, we don't have the production that we have. Um, 
uh, it is so difficult anymore to find good labor um, within our rural communities, especially. And and we all know that there's labor shortages across the country uh, due to COVID, due to many different things. Uh, but it's it's so important that we recognize the the role that immigrant workers play in our food system, and and making sure that they're also protected. You know, when COVID hit, um, a lot of folks in the packing plants, you know, immigrant workers there. Uh, got hit hard with COVID. Well, you know, we didn't know a lot about COVID at that time, but turns out it uh, it flourished in those cold, wet packing plants. Uh, that's what a virus does. And unfortunately, a lot of folks working in, in those uh, conditions got sick, and, and, and unfortunately, many of them died. Um, so it's, it's that understanding of, you know, this is a, this is a humanitarian issue as much as it is a, a food issue um, and an, an agricultural issue. So I think just recognizing all of those things and and figuring out ways that we can do a better job of making sure that uh, those that are out there, you know, either milking the cows or picking the produce, uh, doing a lot of that uh, agricultural labor are uh, are respected and and are recognized and that we we look at them as as fellow human beings, and that we um, we just make sure that they're taken care of uh, throughout all that. You know, and despite the fact that, as I mentioned, it's kind of a divisive topic of conversation in a lot of rural communities. The unfortunate part is it's also divisive on the national scene when it comes to policy development. I see, Nick, that you are going to try to bring up any new developments that we see as far as those immigrants are concerned. Tell me a little bit about what you kind of put train your eyes on as far as hope to give these immigrant labor workers uh, a little bit of comfort that they can do their job without fear of deportation. Exactly. Yes. And, and, you know, there's, uh, there's things that this administration is doing uh, to, to help ease some of those tensions. Uh, I know that there are still uh, a lot of uh, issues going on uh, when it comes to this. Um, and, and it's something that we are monitoring very closely. We've got a great team out in Washington, DC at national farmers union that, uh, frankly, they're more in tune to it than, than I am actually. But, um, you know, we have regular conversations with the administration about this, and, and it is one of those issues that, you know, obviously uh, the, the problem uh, didn't happen overnight, and, and the solution isn't going to get fixed overnight. Uh, and it may not even be this administration that, that resolves it. It's, it's an issue that has been ongoing for a long time, but we certainly want to uh, figure out ways and, and talking together, you know, working together through compromise uh, to do that. Um, Unfortunately, though, it's an election year and, and it's a hot topic issue uh, anytime, but especially when it's an election year. So uh, it, it does become even more divisive, I, I think, when, when we're in those even numbered years. But we're always happy to have the conversation. We're always willing to, to sit down and, and talk with others and, and especially those that we might disagree with. Uh, we can agree to disagree without being disagreeable, is what I always say. So um, happy to have those conversations, and, and I sure hope that a lot of folks will turn out for this and, 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 and hopefully learn something. Yeah, you know, just keeping the dialogue going, that's what it's all about. Again, that's Nick Lewandowski. He is the Wisconsin Farmers Union Government Relations Director, and he will also be one of the panelists involved in live dem- live discussion on Tuesday, May 3rd. Again, it's starting 7 p.m. This is all virtual. All you need to do is register at the WisconsinFarmersUnion.com website, and they will send you a link 
so that you can premiere the short documentary, Los Lacheros, focused in on our migrant workers and how dependent we are here in the state of Wisconsin, specifically on those folks helping us to get the job done in agribusiness, agriculture, and food processing. Get registered today, wisconsinfarmersunion.com backslash events. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Cardinal Glass in Mazomania continues to invest in automation at their facility to the world-class level they feel their employees deserve. Cardinal Glass in Mazomania is now hiring production associates and maintenance. A safe, comfortable, and clean work environment where you can feel proud and you won't go home dirty. Competitive pay, advancement opportunities, medical, dental, vision, profit sharing, and more. When you work at Cardinal Glass, your career is world-class so you can live first class. Apply today at cardinalglassmazo.com. We give you the tools, knowledge, and income so you can take your career however far you want to take it. I'm Wynn Davies. W.E. Davies and Sons Remodeling is now hiring carpenters, lead carpenters, boycott a stale career. We want you to take on a fresh perspective to your path in life. We're a local family business offering services from handyman fixes to living space upgrades. You could be your next team player to deliver stunning, transformative results. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. I'll tell you what, sometimes those spring flowers that we look forward to, the daffodils, some of the tulips, they are cantankerous. They stick with it even when the weather's not real great. Is the weather going to get better this weekend? Let's find out about it. It's Compure Financial Ag Weather Updates. Dumont Ag Meteorologist along with us. I mean, seriously, the crocus, a lot of those flowers, they've been kind of sticking with it, even though things have been cloudy. It's colder than we would like at this time of the year. Any sunshine coming their way? Uh, no. Uh, no. they get a drink. How about that? Well, yeah, but it's going to probably be a colder than they like drink. I said, yesterday I was talking with one of my TV buddies, and they said, soil temperature two inches down is only at 40 degrees. Nah, no good. But I tell you, Pam, I did some I did some back road driving yesterday okay. from uh, central to southern Fond du Lac County, eastern Fond du Lac County, into Sheboygan County, yep. and back around I saw two grain drills going about okay. midday. All right. Uh, both both on a high spot, but they were out going. There yeah. wasn't much dust. 
Okay. Now, several different loads of manure going out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting it done where we can find it, where we can make it work. It's going on. Uh, hopefully, you're getting some of that done because things start to change here again today. That more active wet pattern starts to edge on in. Low pressures out to the west, Nebraska, southern parts of South Dakota. A warm front extends across Iowa down into Illinois. And, you know, ahead of the warm front, there's some rain. There are showers in the southwest, call it third of Iowa, southern Minnesota, far west central Minnesota, some sprinkles off in northern Wisconsin. There could be a sprinkle at La Crosse or Mauston here this morning, not going to amount to much, just a little bit of dampness, but it's more likely as we make our way through the day and on toward tonight that that rain really starts to build in from southwest and heads northeast across the state. Uh, The chance of showers in western Wisconsin late tonight into early Saturday may not happen into eastern Wisconsin until midday or into the afternoon tomorrow, but that rain is going to spread through the state, stick around Saturday night and into Sunday, start to taper off and end through Sunday, but not before we could very well talk of some quarter to three-quarter inch amounts of rain. There may be a thunderstorm, you know, a spring storm, the thunder rumbling, things like that. I think any kind of severe weather should stay much further to our south, but we may hear some of the thunder here as well. But there's definitely going to be some rain through Saturday, Saturday night and into Sunday. And temperatures that try to warm up a little today certainly get cooler through the weekend. I'll have forecast details right after this. Sick calves got you down? Draining your profits, time, and motivation? Get your calf up and moving now with BioVet's new Baselight Calf Electrolyte. Baselight contains balanced electrolytes for restoring and maintaining proper fluid levels in scouring calves. It's easy to mix, palatable, and calves are eager to drink it down to the last drop. Stop feeling down. Pick up the phone and order BioVet's Base Light. Call 1 800 BioVet 1. 1 800 B I O V E T 1. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Mmm, nice warm something this morning would help us out, Stu. Everybody's still in kind of the low to mid-40s. What's going to be the best uh, attempt today? I'm thinking it's got to be butter on the rolls. Yes, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Mid-60s, I think, should be seen. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather update does call for more of a mostly cloudy day. Could be some sprinkles in the west. Oh, we ought to be in that uh, 60 to 64 range, cooler even in eastern Wisconsin. Southeast winds about 5 to 15. Uh, mostly cloudy, breezy. Showers develop in the west uh, earlier tonight. Late tonight over towards central and eastern Wisconsin, upper 40s, southeast winds 15 to 30. Mostly cloudy, breezy Saturday. Showers could be a thunderstorm. Temps still should be in the upper 50s and low 60s. Uh, Warmest in the west, southeast winds 15 to 30. And then by Sunday, mostly cloudy. Rain should be ending. Could be a little rumble of thunder yet early in the day. Unfortunately, mid-50s about the best we'll do. South winds 12 to 25. Even some clouds on Monday, Pam. Upper 50s holding around. But uh, another bit of a rain chance toward Monday night. And could be some rain toward next midweek. So the warmest temperatures we're going to see for a little bit this weekend, huh? Yeah, today and into tomorrow. About Mm. the best chance we have to be warm. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, buddy. We'll catch up with you Monday and see if anything changes, okay? Absolutely. Have, Have a good a weekend. Yep. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, along with us on a Friday. It's a Compere Financial Friday, your Ag Weather Update, brought to you courtesy Compere Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compere.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. Plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Shelly, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, more than helpful in explaining repairs in terms I understand and making an appointment that works with my schedule. Thanks, Shelly. Schedule your appointment. Tom'sAutoCenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. Better to get her fixed, get her done, to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. You no longer have to hide your hands. Your hands have been taking care of everyone else. Isn't it time that you take care of your hands? A skincare minute with skincare expert, Michelle Neeson. Did you know there are several aesthetic treatments that help your hands look brighter, healthier, and more youthful? Treatments such as broadband light and chemical or laser peels help with tone, texture, and getting rid of those stubborn age spots. Skin-type procedures can smooth out wrinkles and fine lines, as well as add new collagen. Dermal filler, like Restylane Lift, is used to improve the volume in the back of the hands. The results are noticed immediately, giving you a fuller, more hydrated appearance. Most treatments can last over a year and are more affordable than you might think. Now you can show off your hands with confidence. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. Let's ride bikes. 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 Busy professionals don't have time to deal with bike shops. I'm Andy Q, owner of the Bikemobile. Avoid the hassle of dragging your bicycle to the shop. Ask your employer if the Bikemobile can visit your office for a bicycle tune-up day for you and your co-workers. The Bikemobile is a mobile bicycle repair van that comes to you at home or at work. 
Book your appointment today at thebikemobile.com and let's ride bikes. When you're shopping around for a pre-owned vehicle, you know what you want. A shiny, fun-to-drive ride that won't let you down. But how do you know if it's reliable? A Wisconsin State Inspection is 60 points, which means checking 60 things. Most dealerships follow that playbook. Bergstrom Automotive isn't exactly what you would call most dealerships. Bergstrom performs a 172-point inspection on all pre-owned vehicles before they're even chosen to be on the lot. 172. That's 112 more areas where the vehicle needs an exam. With that much attention, you know they're looking at parts and pieces you probably didn't even know exist. Do the math. A 60-point inspection or 172. And all to make sure you're safe, confident, and happy with your pre-owned purchase. Choose from over 1,500 elaborately inspected pre-owned vehicles at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a -a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. NFL draft tomorrow night. You're going to be up in Green Bay, correct? Uh, if memory serves me right. Yeah, can't wait. I uh, haven't obviously had the opportunity to be up there. And it just it feels, it's going to feel a little bit different. Yeah, it's going to feel a little bit different because they obviously haven't had uh, anything in person the last two years. And so, yeah, up in Green Bay, get to talk to all the guys that right after they get drafted, get to talk to Brian Gutekunst at some point. Woo! Yeah, it's going to be great. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so we were in uh, my in Rowdy's office yesterday, our office, our shared space, if you will, and we were talking a little bit about, you know, Rowdy was grinding the draft as you and I were just, you know, shooting the crap, and uh, Rowdy had just turned over and said, you know what? I really love a lot of Big Ten wide receivers. I want uh, Rowdy to list a couple of them and give you your little uh, you know, synopsis on them, but really quick, Zach, what do you think happens with the Green Bay Packers in this first round? Do they in your humble opinion, and you'll you have a pulse up there when you're up there in Green Bay hanging, rubbing elbows with Brian Gutekunst and whatever. But do you think that they take a wide receiver first? Do you think that they you know, stand pat with their picks? Are they going to trade up? Are they going to trade down? Like, What does Zach Heilprin think is a, a likely scenario for? And I know it's hard to think yeah. about because it's so crazy, but what do you think happens with that uh, first round for the Packers? Well, I certainly hope for the sake of your favorite guy, um, Elon Musk, that they do take a wide receiver at some point in the first round, because otherwise Twitter going to explode. Well, and that's a good thing because no one can be silenced now on Twitter over it, Zach. So Packer nation but, can, but, ha- but, if, it, but if it explodes, <laughs> like, I mean, if it melts down, how do, I mean, I, he just bought this thing for $44 billion. <laughs> and if it melts down in like day three, it's going to be a really, really tough scene. But no, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think one of those guys has to be a wide receiver, right? Like yeah. in the first round, in the first round, I'm thinking it's either going to be a wide receiver, an edge, or an offensive lineman. Like those, those are the three. And I think people will freak out if they take an offensive lineman and, and an edge and don't get that uh, receiver in the first round. But they got four in the top sixty. I mean, it's the first time since 1967 that they've had four in the top sixty. And so, I think that they, I think that they get one at least one receiver in that in that top sixty. 
I would hope it's in the first round because they desperately need a guy who's going to come in and play right away. And they've had a ton of success with drafting the second round and third round wide receivers, but none of those guys are really huge impact guys right away. Yeah. And um, I know it's been a long time since they've done it. And wide receivers are certainly more, I think, capable of coming in and playing right away based on what they've done in college and, and the way that the college game has evolved and the way that, you know, seven on seven and all the flight football stuff happens earlier in your life. But I think they need to go first round, and I, and I hope they get one of those premier guys at the top. Oh, well, one of those premier guys, it was on Rowdy's shortlist. He brought it up yesterday. Rowdy, out of the Big Ten, the wide receiver you really like the Packers to get would be out of Ohio Yeah, State. this is a name that's been floating, obviously, pretty much everywhere you look. It's Chris Olave, and if we're talking Big Ten receivers, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are two of the best in this draft and both out of Ohio State. What do you think of uh, those two, Zach? I mean, I, I think Garrett Wilson probably is gone. I, I agree with that. I mean, a lot of I mean, Garrett Wilson almost probably guaranteed can be gone. Uh, Chris Olave, they may, may need to trade up, which isn't necessarily something that Brian Gutekunst isn't uh, necessarily uh, afraid to do. I mean, he's traded in the first round three times in the four years that he's been overseeing these drafts. So I don't, I don't think it's like anything that would shock us. But you know, he's got a little bit more ammunition this time to to really jump up if you really wanted to. Like, he really like if he really likes a guy and wants to go up and get him at like wants to jump 10 spots or something like that to go get somebody, he's got the ammunition to do it for sure. Rowdy, another Big Ten receiver that you got on your list that you're liking? Well, Jahan Dotson's another guy that might be late first into the second round. But if you start digging deeper into like those later rounds where, hey, maybe you take a chance on a guy that's got some upside, Bo Melton, Jalen Naylor, those are two other guys from the Big Ten that probably see their or hear their names called this weekend. Yeah, Badger fans will remember Jahan Dotson. Uh, he had a pretty big game against Wisconsin in that opener last year. I, I don't know if he's necessarily an outside guy, though, Roddy. Like, I mean, he's he's more of a – I think he's probably more of a slot than he is an outside. They need another slot, considering what they've got with Randall Cobb and um, and uh, Amari Rogers, who people I think a lot of people are probably forgetting. Um, but I don't know. I, I like – if you're gonna at some point you're gonna take you're gonna take multiple wide receivers, right? Like it's not you gonna have be to. one. You have one, to. Not gonna, yeah, it's not gonna be just one and done. So I think you're right that they're gonna have opportunities later in the draft. I mean, you think about the draft what uh, that MVS was in. They took three guys. Yeah. Only one of them actually did anything, and so. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know, yesterday I was looking at the soil temperatures two inches deep around most of southern Wisconsin. The the soil is at 40 degrees. Now, hopefully we're going to pick up a little warmth this weekend, but not much in the way of sunshine. Morning, everybody. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee, by the way. Yeah, our daytime high today is expected to be around 63 degrees, but really all weekend into next week, not much in the way of sunshine. Cloudy skies today, cloudy skies tomorrow with a good 80% chance of rain and thunderstorms, 62 the expected high. Sunday, cloudy and 58. Monday, cloudy and 58. And again, very good chance of rain statewide coming up next week. Well, today is the 29th day of April, getting ready to bid farewell to the month and get started on May. On this day, back in 1992, deadly riots erupted in Los Angeles. 53 people died in those riots, which started after the acquittal of the four Los Angeles police officers that were accused of beating Rodney King. 
That happened on this day back in 1992. On this day in 1945, a day before committing suicide, Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun married. It was on the same day that U.S. troops started to liberate the Dachau concentration camp on this day back in 1945. Happy birthday on a Friday morning to actor Daniel Day-Lewis. He's 65. Actress Uma Thurman is 52. And comedian Jerry Seinfeld is 68. And now you know. You know, despite this overcast, cloudy weather, there's still a lot of good things happening on Wisconsin farms. Springtime is time for babies. We've got lambs, we've got piglets, we've got calves, and we've got foals. The Midwest Horse Fair brought that into light. Our own Stephanie Hoff was there and brings us an update. In the Badger State, foaling season is the first six months of the year. If you're seeing little hooves at this time of year, there are specific things you need to think about for both baby and mom. Margaret Boyko is a veterinarian at Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital. She shares those details. Yeah, so the biggest thing is keeping those babies safe. When foals are first born, they're born without an immune system. So it's important that they get the colostrum or the mare's first milk. And then that we make sure that within the first 24 hours of life, we're checking to make sure those babies got appropriate amounts of that colostrum and develop antibodies so they have an immune system. Um, that's that's the first thing in, within the first 24 hours of life. After that, it's just making sure you baby-proof everything. So have appropriate fencing. Um, don't turn them out with big horses that might run them around. Um, make sure you don't have a whole bunch of strange horses coming and going because, again, babies are, are fragile creatures. So, so those are the big things that you have to look out for. Um, and then just making sure that mom gets as much exercise and the baby gets exercise um, and everybody's eating and drinking. And, and happy. How does weather play a role? Yeah, so in the beginning of the season, so when you're thinking January, February, March, when there's snow, it's important to get those babies dry as fast as possible. And those babies really shouldn't be outside in the weather. So days where it's raining and it's only 45 degrees outside, probably shouldn't be turning your babies outside. Once the grasses start coming up, that's when you have to think about what the mama is eating. The babies isn't so much, but once the, the grass comes up, we have to pay attention to what mom is eating because the grasses have a lot of sugar at the beginning of spring, and that can lead to issues such as laminitis or founder. It's mostly just a horse thing, so horses are very delicate creatures. As many people think they're these, these big, strong creatures, but really they're actually delicate flowers. So yeah, yeah. mostly with horses. Sensitive tummies. Can you explain what founder is and why uh, that greening grass is can be an issue? Sure. So when they eat that first green grass, it's going to cause them to eat a lot of sugar because, like I said, the first grass in the spring has a large amount of sugar in it. That sugar is going to cause an inflammatory response, and it's going to cause havoc on their feet. So it's actually going to inflame the lamina, which is the connective tissue between the coffin bone and the hoof wall, and that can start causing things like rotation of the coffin joint, or I'm sorry, of the coffin bone, um, and, and overall make those horses really, really sore. How do you prevent this issue from happening? So we don't necessarily have to stop most horses from eating grass. There's definitely some horses in the world that can't have grass because they have what's called metabolic syndrome. But as far as most normal horses, it's just a matter of introducing them to the grass slowly and not letting them eat a whole bunch of lush grass all at once. Margaret Boyko with the Wisconsin Equine Clinic and Hospital also says watch out for mud, which can cause thrush and mud fever. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.
There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net, on Facebook and Twitter. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers was one of eight Midwest governors that joined together to sign a letter to the Environmental Protection Agency yesterday in support of the year-round sale of E15. It's also known as unleaded 88. If you're looking for it at the pumps, it's a homegrown fuel. It reduces greenhouse gas emissions, tailpipe pollution, and lowers costs at the pumps. Mark Hoffman from Palmyra, president of the Wisconsin Corn Growers Association, said they were grateful for the governor's efforts. He said that uh, farmers are proud to make a contribution to cleaner, less expensive fuel choices. Of course, the Biden administration has temporarily lifted the current EPA regulations that limit the sale of E15 during the summer months. So we'll keep an eye on whether or not that uh, stays in place and for how long. Markets in overnight trade this morning are generally strong. Dow Jones Industrial Average is down a couple points, but December corn right now up two cents at 753. November soybeans, they're up 16 cents, currently at 1537. July wheat, that's up seven right now at 1093. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese was unchanged. 40 pound block cheese up four at 238. Double A butter gained two cents on Thursday to 263 and a half. May milk is trading a penny lower right now, 2459 100 weight. June milk closed 35 cents higher yesterday at 2462 100 weight. Speaking of Governor Evers, there are 19 Wisconsin dairy companies that are going to be receiving a dairy processor grant in 2022 through the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. It's all about trying to improve profitability, find new innovations, and sustain the long-term viability of Wisconsin's dairy processing industry. As part of the biennial budget, Governor Evers increased the annual funding for dairy processor grants from $200,000 to $400,000, and uh, each one of those grants max is $50,000, and of course, the facilities also have to contribute money to receive those grants as well. We've got a complete list of all 19 of the dairy processing grant recipients on our website now, midwestfarmreport.com, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook. You know, we talked so much about websites, social media channels. How are you protecting yourself from the scam we talked about earlier this week on Facebook? Stick around, talking about that one next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you looking for a fast-paced job in a fun and exciting work environment? Look no further than Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. We offer a wide range of job and shift availability in both part-time and full-time positions. Competitive wages and great benefits await you at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. 
Visit us in person or check out our website to see all of our job openings. Make work fun and apply for a job at Madison's only casino. Whenever you make a major purchase, there's always that little voice in your head asking questions like, are you sure? Is this the right one for me? Bergstrom Automotive turns the what ifs into why not with the seven day buyback guarantee. That's one full week to get to know your vehicle. Is it as large as you anticipated? Maybe you want more power in heavy traffic. Maybe you find out the neighbors just bought the same make, model, and color that you just purchased. Whatever the reason, at Bergstrom, if you don't love it, simply bring it back. Not every dealership offers a seven-day buyback guarantee. Then again, Bergstrom Automotive isn't an ordinary dealership. Bergstrom believes you shouldn't have to listen to that little voice that questions your buying decision. They just want you to feel giddy with freedom, just like you did when you bought your very first one. Love it or bring it back at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom. What to do with three days off each week? A quick trip up north? Hit the bike trails around the Driftless? Or just lounge around binge-watching your favorite movies? When you work at Cardinal Glass in Mazamani, your career is world-class so you can live first-class. You work four days a week with three days off. Cardinal Glass in Mazamani is now hiring production associates and maintenance, competitive pay, advancement opportunities, medical, dental, vision, profit-sharing, and more. Apply today at cardinalglassmazo.com. You bet she thinks your tractor's sexy. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Kind of a continuing conversation that we're having now. You've probably noticed the story, MidwestFarmReport.com, fabulous farm babe on Facebook about a dairy in southeast Wisconsin that found itself in the crosshairs of a Facebook scam, telling people that there were cattle that they could come and pick up for a down, small down payment, and then all of a sudden realizing once you got there, no such cattle existed. Is this happening more? What can agriculture, agribusiness do to protect themselves? Joining us now is the Director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, and that's Michael Domke. Michael, thanks for joining us. So this is kind of a shock and a surprise to many of us in agriculture. This is simply, you know, just a, a family farm uh, that has been active on social media their entire identity used for this purpose. Are you seeing this often in Wisconsin? Well, thanks, Sam. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this a little bit. We are seeing this type of scam, not necessarily targeting the agriculture business and certainly not the small farm like this, but the theme has been consistent for, for many years across many industries. And unfortunately, criminals don't have a conscience, and so they'll target anybody who thinks they'll respond to their ad. You know, the part that uh, also kind of surprised me is they were using an online payment program, uh, Venmo, to collect these down payments. So it would seem to me that, again, not being able to find any recourse, no tracing, even with something like that that's supposed to supposedly a trusted provider. You're absolutely right, and that's one of the things that we see more and more often is them using these type of payments because they're difficult, not impossible to trace back, but if we identify who that is, oftentimes they end up overseas, and so they funnel it through these online apps, and there's not a lot of protections for the users. 
Mm. What resources are out there, Michael? I'm assuming that there are going to be some folks in my audience that are alarmed at the vulnerability that they might have. Uh, you can't really throw the baby out with the bath bathwater in a lot of responses. You, you know, you still have to use uh, these platforms. But what are some things that we really need to keep in mind? I looked at the the scam posting and all of the normal tips were not there. What do we have to be uh, keenly aware of? So in situations like this, the general ones, if you're going to websites, you know, certainly checking the email address, hovering over things, making sure. But what I would encourage everyone, and something you can do is try and find a secondary source to contact whoever it is you want to buy something by. You know, in this instance, they stole the phone number and the identity and all that. But if you can find a second phone number to call them before you make that payment, you know, so often they discover this after the fact. But if you're going to spend that much money, try and see if you can find a direct contact to it. And most of our scams, you know, involve a direct contact. That, that contact is initiated by somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so then, of course, there's so many other things you can do to double-check it. But in this one, you know, you're looking at something, you're initiating that contact, you're responding, you're thinking it's legit. Uh, the one thing in the back of your mind is just think, is there another way I can verify this through a different website, a different contact, things like that? Well, and I'll give the credit to the farm for trying to respond to as many text messages and voice messages as they could, but your point is well taken. And, you know, I know this sounds cliche, Michael, but if it sounds too good to be true, isn't it probably too good to be true? The only – we always say the only people who make offers that are too good to be true are scammers and criminals. Right, right. That's it. Are we seeing this kind of scam uh, – expand in Wisconsin? I know that Consumer Protection does a routine survey of Wisconsinites, things that drive them crazy like robocalls, etc. But I've got to believe this one is quickly moving up the up the ladder. Well, you know, targeting agriculture is, it is growing. And it's usually, though, that's more of a cyber attack, more malware, ransomware, things like that to try and shut down the operation until they get paid. These type of fraudulent sites, unfortunately, we just can't keep up with the different tweaks that they're taking. You know, we'll try and do some outreach and educate, but uh, expanding into this network is not unknown to us, but there's always going to be a different twist on them. You know, and that makes uh, that brings up another point. Who has jurisdiction over this kind of an offense? I mentioned to Michael, and if you're just joining us, Michael Domke is along with us, director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. I mentioned to Michael that I reached out to the FBI, and even they have a difficult time trying to find uh, an area where people would be responsible. Yeah, you know, DATCAP doesn't have, you know, overt authority over the cybercrime. We really try and get some of that upfront education. But you went to the right source. You know, it's going to be the FBI or it's going to be maybe the, the Federal Trade Commission might have an interest in it. And then it's just a matter of all the agencies trying to talk to each other to try and get to the bottom of it. So give me an idea or maybe a few, Michael, on what the average farm that may have a site that's used simply for posting cattle pictures or something like that. How, what do we have to do to try to make sure we're protecting ourselves from the get-go? Well, if you're just going to put the website out there and you know, you're going to post it, honestly, Pam, there's not a whole lot because if, once it's out there in public, someone's going to try and find a way to maybe manipulate that or steal it. So the best way is to try and come up with some type of confirmation for those customers to contact them and maybe it's a secondary source to contact that, which is a lot of hoops to jump through and doesn't make it efficient. But it's one way to, to uh, try and ensure that your consumers or customers 
are talking to the right people. I know that sometimes, uh, for example, in website creations, you can get a certification, so to speak, a stamp that says, okay, uh, this information has been uh, protected and is in ver- and verified. Uh, I, I'm going to guess social media, kind of the wild, wild west on that without anything of that type? Yeah, and I'm going to be talking a little outside my lane on this one as far as how you can verify some of those accounts and, and where you get into it. I have a whole lot of expertise, but, sure. you know, it's it's to me, it's the communication back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, and again, it always comes down to if you're going to initiate the contact, here's a couple things, but there's so many other red flags that should be going off if somebody's contacting you. Sure. Uh, how many people would you estimate on your staff are kind of being channeled in this direction, Michael. I know there's never enough staff when it comes to the workload at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection in all areas, but ballpark, how many people are focused in on this kind of crime in your department? So we have uh, a team of 10 mediators who will try and, if something like this initially happens, to do that initial research, and then we have nine investigators who are tasked and focused into things like this and digging a little deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, we have uh, received warnings from the federal government, uh, agribusiness possibly becoming a target of that ransomware that you were speaking of. So it sounds to me like, again, private services, uh, a growing industry of investigators in this area is probably what we're seeing. It is. You know, I would say that there is no part of the industry that is safe from a ransomware or malware attack. You can put things in place. And you may be able to um, deflect those efforts mm-hmm. and make yourself safe, but everyone is a target. Michael Domke, along with us, Director of the Bureau of Consumer Protection at the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. Where do you suggest people begin educating themselves, Michael, on steps to take to protect yourself? Eve, you know, let's face it, we got a lot of farm kids out there with uh, very powerful cell phones that they're using, same kinds of risks for them. You've got a group of resources. Where do you start pointing people to to begin their education? Yeah, I would encourage everyone, please visit our website. And, and we take a lot of pride and put a ton of effort into putting some resources out there that actually have information that both resonates and it's useful. You know, it's not the gratuitous information that you're going to read and say, yeah, I've heard it 10, 15 times. It's true things you can take with you and put into practice very easily and also things to share around. And if they have more questions, they can just certainly give our hotline a call, and that is 800-422-7128. Excellent. Michael Domke along with us. So you think it can't happen to you. Well, that's the same feeling that that